4: All right, we get into the third hour of Coast to Coast on a Misery Monday. Good to have you with us on C2C, on Sports Grid. All right, Carver are we diving into the NBA here?
5: Uh, We're going to in a moment. We need to first uh, give your picks for the NHL tonight, and then we will dive into the NBA. I mean, I can't leave people without your picks on the ice. I mean, people got to make money tonight. I mean, let's go. Uh, The Kings, Scotty, are in Boston against the Bruins tonight. Uh, Bruins minus 196, total of six.
4: I can't get off of uh, Boston and the way they're playing, right? Like, so uh, I, you know, I like the LA Kings, but not tonight. I mean, I like betting on the Kings. I made good money with the Kings. Uh, I'm taking the Bruins at the Garden.
5: The Avalanche head east to Belmont to take on the Islanders tonight. Remember, these two teams played a week ago in Denver. And they needed a late rally to beat the Islanders tonight. The Avalanche minus 220 heavy road favorites.
4: Yeah, I mean, this is dangerous. I'd be willing to take that goal and a half with the Islanders. And uh, I still think the Avalanche beat the Islanders. There's no way uh, that I can actually, uh, with any conscious bet on them to win the game. I just, they've played such lousy hockey the whole season. And the Avalanche are, you know, perhaps the best team in the league. I still got to go abs to win, but I'll take that goal and a half. At that price,
5: the battle of Pharrell, Alberta tonight, the Oilers and the Flames uh, renew pleasantries uh, right now. The Flames minus one ninety six. Uh, they continue to play well.
4: Hard for me not to take a goal and a half here either with the Oilers, with the way they have uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl, the the points they have, the goals they have, the you know, the way they score. So uh, I like the Flames to win the hockey game at Saddle Dome, but I think it's going to be an uh, overtime one-goal game.
5: Uh, two other games tonight that we can look at. Florida is in Buffalo against the Sabres. Toronto in Columbus against the Blue Jackets, a team they have not fared very well against.
4: Yeah, I, I'm taking Columbus because the Leafs have just stunk like roadkill for the last month, right? And – uh I'm on the Panthers to win in Buffalo. Now, I know the Sabres have had a couple of upsets lately, but I think Florida can skate right past them.
5: Now, tomorrow night, Scotty, uh, what about tomorrow in the NHL? Uh, Several, several big games, and we'll have a huge slate of NHL to talk about, including those Panthers who are in Buffalo tonight. Tomorrow, they'll be at the PPG against the Penguins. Penguins Penguins-Panthers tomorrow. Rangers in Minnesota against the Wild. The capitals in calgary against the flames and several other games tomorrow
4: well uh you know i the panthers have not played well lately so uh they're trying to find their groove again right and i mean the penguins lost to the canes but they beat the lightning in tampa and you know the penguins have the best road record in the nhl at home they got like 15 wins but the way the panthers have been playing mike i'm leaning toward taking pittsburgh tomorrow night at PPG
5: there you go so tomorrow we will talk about all those games and several more nba now from the weekend before we get to tonight the cavaliers beat the raptors yesterday 104 96 evan mobley scotty getting involved 20 and 17 first yeah. Cav rookie with a 2015 game since lebron here he is after just wanted to be physical with them uh yeah i feel like i definitely had to be that um also, I feel like just this, um, this game, um, a lot of rebounds were just coming to me, and I was just uh, really just trying to impose my will this game, and um, really just stay aggressive whether that's points or whatever on the floor. Yeah, listen,
4: uh, I don't think uh, Mobley's the most physical player I've ever seen at all in any stretch of the imagination. I think he's a toothpick, but I think uh, you know he's gonna uh, he's gonna add muscle and weight as he plays in the NBA. He's in his first year, right, and so. I think he's really long and athletic and block shots and rebounds and finishes. I thought he's had a great year. But him pushing people around, I've never seen that, actually. Not once, ever, since he's been in the league. So we'll see how that uh, plays out. But he definitely can flat-out uh, score and do things. Uh, he's exciting, uh, no doubt about it, Carver High.
5: Uh, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates here, Pharrell Coast to Coast. On a Monday, Sirius XM Channel 159, the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Good to have you with us. Also for the Cavs, Scotty, Jared Allen, Fracture's Finger, going to be out That's indefinitely. Bad. That's bad for them. Uh, You know, obviously you want him back by playoffs. Hopefully that'll be the case with the fractured finger, but Allen's a big part about what they do. Celtics beat the Nets yesterday, 126 to 120. KD and Kyrie finally back together, but it was Jason Tatum, Scotty, who was on display. He had 54. Here it is on ABC, a late jumper to give him 51.
6: Tatum with the midrange. range. A 51-point transcendent, ethereal, heavenly performance from Tatum.
4: Look, if you have uh, 54 points and you win, which they did, then no one cares at all about Cream Puff Reapers 37. Or uh, your boy Kyrie gets to escape the uh, media uh, hash because uh, he had 19 and played terribly. Uh, in Boston where they hate his guts. So he went up there and laid an egg. No one cares. No one even uh, brings it up uh, when you have a guy at 54 points like Tatum did. Uh,
5: when we come back, we will hear from Tatum. We will hear from the Slim Reaper and all the other games from last night, including the Bucks beating the Suns. What a night for the Joker, Scotty, and their comeback win over the Pelicans in overtime and the Lakers from Saturday night over the Warriors. Yeah.
2: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.
4: I mean, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, It's so hard to focus when uh, all you do is watch the Nets lose, uh, you know, 17 to 20. It's hard to see that on the parquet floor yesterday in Boston, they had at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid.com, you know, at TV, at SportsGrid with the social media, the whole deal. It was all over the parquet floor. I don't know if you caught that because, you know, it's hard to see that when you're watching Tatum have 54 and watching the Cream Puff Reaper have his 37 uh you know what i, I told you the story once i had 36 in the league game and lost and my son said you suck when you have a big game and you lose you lose it doesn't matter how many points you have
5: that is the way that it goes sometimes uh Kyrie only had 19 i needed him to get 20 for another parlay that i was one point short of nice job jason tatum uh wants to show up in big games scotty when he plays big players like durant and Kyrie, here's tatum
6: JB can attest to this. As a competitor, uh, you know, night in and night out. But you know, especially games like this, you know, those those matchups when you play one of the better teams in the league, you know, with you know two of the best guys, Uh, and just as a competitor, uh, you know, these are kind of the moments, you know, as a kid, that you 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 dreamed about and and look forward to. Uh, So you know, just when those opportunities come.
1: I think he
4: passed Bird uh, in 50-point games. Uh, He did. He he passed Bird yesterday. So when you start breaking Larry Bird records, you know you're, uh, frankly, a badass.
5: Here is Kevin Durant, the Slim Reaper. Uh, He's been back for a couple games now, and he says, Talk is cheap, Scotty. The Nets need to start winning some games. He's right about that. Here's Durant. Green
1: puff. I mean, concern and worry, those words, like it's easy to do that. It's easy to be concerned. It's easy to be worried and pissed off and mad. Yeah,
4: it's just so easy to games. do that.
1: We could point fingers. And,
4: what injuries you got now?
1: You know, blame our season on you other things. Look, let's just go play. We got another game. We got 17. You guys are going to win it all, right?
4: going to win it yeah.
1: all? At the end of them, we just take it a day at a time, man. Day at a time, and I'm confident in this group.
4: Yeah, I'm confident they're not going to win anything. Here's the deal. Is there anything worse in, in, in your life than listening to people talk about the Lakers and the Nets? I mean, honestly, Stop. like, they both suck. And it is so amazing to me the amount of attention that they get. Like, I know you're going to start talking about this guy, uh, LeBron James, again today. Let me uh, save you some time. The reason why he had 56 is because the rest of the team was Hairdryer City. I mean, they, they are so bad, that team. They don't have anyone that can put the ball in the hole. And even uh, your boy, Invisible Mello, no one can do anything. That's why he had 56. Somebody's got to do it. He's the only one capable of putting the ball in the hole. He can do it whenever he wants because no one can stop a freight train. When he goes to the 10, he means business. So I'm not surprised at all the guy had 56 because the rest of that team sucks so bad. Uh, Somebody's got to do it.
5: There is also uh, no chance, reportedly, that Ben Simmons will play against the Sixers on Thursday night. Uh, I believe we've said that at least 60 or 70 times uh, in the last two weeks. So there you go. Uh, when will he play? Who knows? Uh, the Bucks beat the Suns yesterday, Scotty. Rematch of the NBA Finals, but it was a... Very short-handed Sun team, almost a skeleton crew. One thirty-two to one twenty-two. Middleton had forty-four for the Bucks. Drew Holiday had a strong game as well. Bucks live for big games like this against all the Suns backups. Here's Drew Holiday.
1: I think we're just playing basketball. To be completely honest, I won't even say that we're really thinking about it. Uh, games like that, we love, as you can tell. Uh, <laughs> we love playing those, and we love being in those those type of games. Um, they're a really good team, so. Um, we kind of know like that, what it takes to, to win games. So honestly, I just feel like we're sharpening our tool, um, especially down the stretch, being able to execute, not turn the ball over, um, play defense as best we can, and, and, and execute in that way.
4: Look, uh, the Suns put up a buck 22 without Booker, without Paul, playing with Payne as their point guard. They are better than the Bucks now. The Bucs beat him last year. Giannis beat him by himself. There's no getting around it. He dominated Aiton, dominated the Suns, fair enough. But the the Bucs this year, they play one game a week where they try. You heard him, he even admitted it. They're sharpening their tool because all they care about is the playoffs. They don't care about regular season games, one iota. And remember, they beat the Suns without their two best players by 10. The, the, The line was eight. They could barely beat the team with their scrap heap lineup. What are they going to do when they got D book and CP three? I'll tell you what, I still think the Bucks can meet the heat in the Eastern conference finals. I don't have the nets anywhere near that. They're not even going to sniff that. They suck. They suck gigantic grapefruit sized onions. I'm telling you, they never win. You cannot lose 17 to 20 games and tell me that an 11 in a row at one point, and tell me that you're going to win the NBA championship. And I mean ever. And I don't care who's on the team.
5: The Wizards beat the Pacers last night, 133-123. to 123. A zinger sighting for the Wiz last night, what? Scotty. The zinger right? actually played uh, for Washington last night. Believe it or not, uh, the Rockets upset the Grizzlies. That was a punt game for them. One twenty-three to one twelve, but give the Rockets' young guys some credit, Scotty. Twenty-eight for Wood, twenty-nine for KPJ, and how about Jalen Green with twenty-four? And the late dagger on AT and T Sports Southwest. The Lowry Harden deals, and the rest is history for Stephen
4: Adams, who's had himself quite the oh, career. Oh my age. goodness! Oh been... nasty. I was actually part of the 100% of people that lost money on that game. I mean, no one in their right (laughs) mind had on the Rockets to win that game at all. Now, covering the spread's a different story. Winning outright, I, I never saw that coming, and they kicked their ass.
5: Uh, they certainly did. I can't have that, Scotty. I got the Rockets under 26 and a half wins. I can't have them winning games yeah, out right. of nowhere against yeah. the Grizzlies. I cannot have it. Uh, we'll pass by Taylor Jenkins. We all know the Grizz absolutely sucked last night. Jazz beat the Thunder 116-103. to 103. Your boy, Boyan Bogdanovich, Scotty, 11 threes in the game. Sets the new Jazz uh, franchise record. He also was the first player in NBA history, to have 11-plus threes in a game with no two-pointers. All from right. downtown from your boy, Boyan. I love that last night, Scotty. That guy can stroke it.
4: No doubt. And he had no other buckets, so uh, that was impressive. <laughs> I mean, we've seen guys, uh, certainly Curry and uh, Thompson, do it and
5: have more than that. The Nuggets were down big to the Pelicans in the fourth quarter at home last night, but the Joker turns it on. They get it to overtime. He goes for 46, 12, and 11, and then he puts it away on Altitude Sports.
4: 35 seconds to play in overtime. Monte Morris. Jokic, 16-footer. That's good! You can't stop it. 46 for Nikola Jokic. I mean, uh, it was an incredible game, incredible uh, triple-double. And then immediately after the game, they started talking about him winning back-to-back MVPs. All it takes in this league, all it takes in this league to get mentioned as the MVP is to have one good game. I mean, I think Joker has tons of good games, and he's the defending MVP. But he he had this big game on Sunday, the triple-double with the 46-12-11. And now immediately, they're talking about him repeating as MVP champ. John Moran had a 52-point game, and they handed him the trophy and shined it for him. Uh, you know, he had the 47 and the 52, and they and they literally shoved the trophy, shined it for him, and gave it to him. And then a week later, they take it back and give it to, to Joker, and then next week it's going to go where it rightfully should go. At the end of the year, it's going to Embiid.
5: Embiid now minus 110, Joker plus 190. Uh, so Embiid now minus money favorite at the book to win the MVP this year, Scott. NBA
4: pours it in every night, and they still try to take it away from you.
3: SportsGrid.com Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com
4: All right, Carver, hi. Uh, We're still rolling here. we got a ton of things to do, but we're still uh, involved with the NBA.
5: Uh, We certainly are. Just one more from last night, I will let you know. The Knicks actually did win a game. Uh, They beat the Clippers in L.A., 116-93. to We'll talk about them more because they're playing again tonight in Sacra Tomato against the Kings. Saturday night, we've mentioned it a few times, Lakers beat the Warriors 124-116. 56 for LeBron. Of course, the desperation with how bad the Lakers have been playing. He doesn't care about stats, uh, Scotty. He's lying about that, but he's glad that they won a game.
0: Our guys were... Following me off the floor tonight and going into the locker room. I asked me how does the field score 56? I said I, Right now, I don't give a damn about the 56. I'm just happy we got to win I, That's just literally the first thing that came to my mind um, You know and we needed you know pretty much all of them, you know going against a team that's just is so explosive offensively um, You know and at any moment, you know just like in the second quarter I could put 40 on the quarter, you know, and uh, but like I said, I was just, um felt pretty good with my game tonight. You know, every every point every part of the floor. And um, you know, like I said, I was able to make a couple plays to help us win.
5: There is LeBron right there after scoring his fifty-six on Saturday night against the Warriors. Said uh it, it's it's po- impossible that Westbrook returns to the Lakers next season. Vogel feeling pressure to move Westbrook to the bench. Uh, Westbrook's been a total disaster in Los Angeles as we know Phil Jackson and Jeannie Buss have been in contact talking about the team including Russell Westbrook so Jeannie's getting her old boyfriend Phil involved to ask his opinion about what's going on with the Lakers right now Uh, but then there's always uh, Jamal Crawford as he thinks that he can give the Lakers what they're looking for how old's Crawford now? What's Crawford at this point? He's got to be uh, 47, 48, 49. How old's Crawford now, Scotty? He could give the Lakers a little boost. He's only 48 or 50.
4: <laughs> yeah, our boy Crossover, uh, that's not happening. Uh, they're not getting uh, him anywhere near the court. Uh, you know, I'm sure he thinks he can solve all their problems, but I just am not buying that at all.
5: No, I am not either. The Heat beat the Sixers also on Saturday night, 99-82, to Friday night, Scotty, did you like the Julius Randle ejection uh, against the Suns after he hit Johnson? He got fined 50K. And as soon as Randle left that game on Friday night, Scotty, the Knicks went absolutely in the tank and blew that game against Phoenix.
4: Well, I thought, uh, you know, the reason they blew it was, you know, I guess for them that he left the floor. But the reality was is Cam Johnson had an amazing game and took that game over and was lighting it up for 38 or whatever it was. Uh, And I thought he was the reason why they won the game. I I think, um, you know, for my money, I think uh, Julius Randle has stunk this year. He got all his money last year after his, uh, you know, unbelievable season, contract year, got all the money, and then uh, just bottom line has sucked all year. He's done nothing. You know, the Knicks don't, I mean, they win once a month. They're, I mean, they're, I can't even believe you mentioned that they won a game. I can't believe that we talk about they, them at all.
5: They won a game last night. It can happen. And uh, speaking of winning a game with the Nuggets on Friday night, we always love DeMarcus Cousins, Scotty. Boogie. 31 for Boogie on Friday night? My dude dropped 31 in that game for the Nuggets? Boogie back. I love to see it, Scotty. We love when Boogie does well. He
4: can do that whenever he wants. I mean, uh, when this guy's done playing, I'm going to recruit him on the ballers. I mean, he'll drag 40 yes. at night in my league. I mean, he's automatic. Uh, he'll bang 40. Uh,
5: Zion is going to join the Pelicans in New Orleans, so he wants to be part of the team again. Uh, hasn't been around them all year. Uh, he's finally going to get himself involved with the, uh, with the Pelicans again, so that's nice to hear for Zion. Let's get to tonight's game scotty we have a lot in the nba we will start in Pharrell, Philadelphia. the bulls and the sixers tonight scotty what are we like you were talking with coach about this one earlier
4: well you know the sixers laid an egg against the heat because the heat are better uh and they proved it right and now uh they're in philly they got to win this game I-, I like the sixers to win this game but Uh, You're talking about uh, it's moved up to like eight. I got the Bulls at six and a half. Give me eight. I like the Bulls to cover the spread.
5: Uh, Sitting at seven right now. Uh, So minus seven for the 76ers. Uh, Back down a little bit here. Also tonight, the Jazz in Dallas against the Mavericks. Minus two and a half for the Mavs right now, Scotty.
4: Yeah, I got it at uh, one and a half when the day started, right? And uh, I like the Mavs to win that game. I made it my number one play on PharrellOnTheBench.com in terms of NBA plays, and I I love the way Luca's playing. Uh, we talked about it, uh, Coach and I, about this team. Uh, they mean business right now. You don't want to play them either. I, you know, two teams that are playing really well. You you want no part of is Boston and, and Dallas.
5: Also tonight, the Nuggets, after that overtime win, have go right back at it. Back to back for them at home. The Warriors come to denver warriors gonna be missing some guys tonight scotty minus eight and a half for denver in that game
4: yeah i just uh i got it at nine and a half and i took the uh warriors and i think they can cover the number uh i think the nuggets you know had to play their ass off last night against the pelicans to win that game right so i think it took a lot out of them i mean uh joker had to go 46 12 11 to get it done Uh, That game, I think, sapped them a little bit. Now you got to take on the Warriors. Uh, I don't deny they lost to uh, the Lakers, but that was Saturday night, right? So I think the Warriors will uh, cover the number.
5: Well, here's what's out for the Warriors tonight. Listen to this laundry list, Scotty. Curry, out. We know Draymond, out. Klay Thompson, out. Andrew Wiggins, out. Wiseman, out. Uh, Nobody playing for the State
4: Warriors. Oh, never mind then. I I wish you would have told me that before. I just told you to take the Warriors in the number. (laughs) Uh, I would rather, if you will, want nothing to do with this game uh, at all. And if I were to do it, I would say the Nuggets win and cover.
5: Yeah, that's a tough one to go at now. Uh, That's probably a stay away, as you're saying. Also tonight, the Knicks, as we mentioned, they won a game last night. Now they're in Sacra Tomato against the Kings. Kings, four-point favorite, Scotty, against the Knicks tonight. Yeah, I'm going to
4: take the Knicks here because uh, I think if they won the other night, it was such a miracle. Maybe they'll win two in a row out west. And one of the advantages they have going for them is they're playing the Kings, who completely suck.
5: (laughs) We also have three other games tonight. We have the Hawks and the Pistons in Detroit. Uh, Right now, seven and a half for the Hawks, the road favorite. The Rockets off a win last night. Now they're in South Beach, getting a big 15 chip from the heat tonight. Trailblazers in Minnesota against the T-Wolves, 14 and a half.
4: Well, the Blazers are pathetic. So I'm on uh, Minnesota here, and I'm laying. I don't like laying that kind of number. And in the Miami game, I'm going to take Miami to win, but the Rockets to cover the number. I know Coach said, no way. Because they they play terrible in the second half of back to backs, right? But I'm going to take them based on the big three. Those kids can flat out score, and if they all show up tonight to play, uh, I think the Heat take them completely lightly and not seriously at all, and uh, go through the motions. And then I like, um, but I still think Miami wins. And then uh, I like the Hawks to win, but the Pistons to cover the number. I got it at eight. It's at seven and a half now.
5: Uh, there is your night in the NBA. What about tomorrow, Scotty, in the NBA? We, of course, have a few games. The Nets are in Charlotte. Now, you guys have talked about this a lot the last couple days, you and Coach, that what would happen if the Nets and Charlotte played in one of those playing games? Well, we get a little preview tomorrow night if they do. The Pelicans are also in Memphis against the Grizzlies. Crip Clippers visit the Warriors tomorrow night, where I'm sure all their players will actually play, unlike tonight in Denver.
4: I actually think that uh, both those uh, Nets, Hornet, Pelican, Grizzlies games will be good games tomorrow night. Uh, It'll be, I mean, as good as it gets. The Nets uh, have been so awful lately, they have to win a game. I mean, they have to start playing with some urgency. I have never seen a team get so much respect when they don't deserve it than this Nets team. They never win a game. They haven't won a game in two months. And people are talking about him winning the NBA championship. Give me a break. I- I'm not stupid. I'm not a sucker. I'm not falling for that. I'm not falling for the sports books tempting you with their odds and all their other BS. The Hornets Nets game should be good. The Nets have to win that game. I don't care where they play it. And Kyrie should be playing. Uh, there's no excuses. All the uh, you know all these damn stupid mandates and COVID. Is that not over with yet? Are we not out of it? I know my kids went to school today with no masks for the first time in three years. So it's got to be over, right? No one's taking that seriously anymore at all. Meanwhile, in the NBA, you can't play games in Brooklyn, but everybody else can play. I mean, it is BS. And the Pelicans-Grizzly game will be good because uh, John Morant's at home, and they came off of that egg they laid on Sunday. Uh, I'd imagine they'll play a lot differently tomorrow night.
5: Uh, I am with you. I cannot understand uh, what's going on uh, with the mayor and and Kyrie and playing these games in Brooklyn. Hopefully they figure that out very soon. Uh, Yesterday, Scotty, let's do a little baseball here. The players and the owners met again in New York City, a big one-hour and 15-minute meeting where the players gave their latest proposal and an MLB spokesman says that they moved backwards with their latest offer. No talks. Uh, coming in the future right now. Sounds like a real good stalemate we have going between the players and the owners.
4: Have at it. Uh, Conference tournament week, NCAA selection Sunday. I I don't care about baseball's problems at all. You guys can all chew on that fat. Have at it. (laughs) Look.
5: They're not playing any games anytime soon. I don't care. It is what it is. I just They're don't not even playing. care. It is what I it don't is. care what they do. Nobody does.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: I know you got some NFL skinny.
5: Uh, yes, more Aaron Rodgers over the weekend, Scotty. Uh, apparently he has three teams in mind. Some people say he does, some people say he doesn't. Uh, the Broncos and the Steelers among those teams, Scotty. The Broncos and the Steelers in the mix. And you sent me that great story. Empty seats at Heinz Field make pursuing pursuing Aaron Rodgers a no-brainer. Was there that many empty seats at Heinz Field all those times you were there this year?
4: I guess they were averaging 7,000 less than a full capacity. Uh, but when I was there, every game I went to, uh, it seemed sold out and, and some of those late season games like the Ravens and Titans, they were at 67 capacity. So, uh, but look, I don't believe for one minute that Aaron Rodgers is going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think that story is bunk.
5: And we have more with the Calvin Ridley stuff. But look who's here to talk to you about it, Scotty. Adam Kaplan in the mix on Coast to Coast today.
4: All right, this is great. Adam, our NFL insider, let's dive right into it. Uh, what are you hearing about this? Because by the minute, it gets worse for Ridley. Uh, and, and his tweets uh, were, you know, as dumb hmm. as you could be, this kid tweeting. And then it, it just digging his grave further. And then now they're talking about all this information about how he bet parlays how many bets he made uh he was betting in a window bottom line in a period of time in a window of two weeks in in florida when they actually could bet at the Seminole, and then when that window closed now you can't bet in florida anymore so he even got burned betting in a state that said you could bet for about two weeks and then they uh pulled that from betters you're not allowed to bet in florida anymore What is happening with Calvin Ridley?
6: All right, let's first of all go back to February 9th. This is when the Falcons were informed by the NFL that they were doing an investigation uh, on information that they had on Calvin Ridley. So I would fast forward to last week's combine where I was at in Indianapolis. And I was actually looking into Ridley's trade value and how teams saw it. And strangely, the feedback I was getting is that the Falcons didn't seem motivated to trade him, which was odd because... He was on the last year was in his fifth year option valued at just over eleven point one million, and here's a guy that left the team. You know, as you know, he took a personal leave of absence, and you've got this this new front office staff that came in last year. They didn't draft him, and everything I'd heard is he was available. Like, why wasn't he being moved? And then, you know, you have you have what the the the, the announcement today, and that would suggest, based on what I had heard, that the teams had spoke to the Falcons seemed like they weren't motivated to move him because they knew. They, in good conscience, until the investigation was over, they couldn't move him, and that's what happened. That's why he was not moved, and, and it all makes sense now to all of us. But it sure didn't last week. I, I could not figure it out uh, as we kind of dug into what his trade value would be because there's going to be a lot of movement, by the way. The next seven to ten days, you're going to not only – obviously guys who are not under contract, but you're going to see some trades. There's no question about it. Whether it's quarterbacks, uh, guys on the last, year, the last year of their deal – Whatever the case may be, a guy, players are going to be moved. And this is one guy I feel really really strongly would have been moved, and they would have gotten pretty good value for him because he's a tremendous football player. That's the thing that gets lost in this. Sure, um, his contract will be moved to next year. It'll still be, he'll still be on the last year of contract. He's not getting that money, by the way, that $11.1 million, It goes back into their cap. But the fact of the matter is it's really stunning. And the, the only other player in my time covering a league that was suspended – uh, at all was josh shaw you might remember him it was a it was a draftee many years ago he, he was with the bengals and other teams cardinals he was suspended for more than a year uh, uh betting on football betting on the nfl when he was actually on injured reserve that was some years ago uh, within the last five years but this is a shocker there's no it sent shockwaves around the national football league like this this again personnel people wonder what is going on here and now we know uh, that this is absolutely confirmed that the league announcing this, and they got out in front of it. Now, I know people, Pharrell, are saying it's hypocrisy. I get it. This is a league that has invested, as you know. You and I have talked about this. They're invested in DraftKings. Now, they back gaming to a certain extent. They actually have a team now in Las Vegas, as we know, and how could they not let their players do this? But there's a major conflict of interest with players betting on, on the NFL. They cannot do it, and I get it. But all season n- nugget for you. The NFL, as they understand it, lets their people, whether they work on the club side or, or, or the league side, you could play fantasy football, but there's there's a limit of how much you could play for. And they, they put that instituted years ago. If I, I remember talking to the league about that.
4: So let me ask you, uh, he was out basically the whole year, right, for, for the most part. Uh, is there any indication at all that um... – this is why he was out, and it was not because of mental health problems.
6: No, but, you know, I know he went on Twitter. He should mention this on social media and said, look, he bet, he bet $1,500. Uh, he had he, he claims he doesn't have a, gaming pro- a gambling problem, uh, but there's no evidence to suggest that there's anything else going on here. Uh, uh, you know, look, someone could come out uh, that he may have a problem, but he says he doesn't have a problem. Uh, we don't know why he left. Remember, nothing has been reported. Uh, He took a personal leave of absence uh, to get well. We don't know what that is. Uh, We know that professional athletes, not just NFL players, deal with mental illness. But we're not exactly, to be clear here, we're not exactly sure what it is or why he left. And remember, he started the season, okay, he started the season with the Falcons. In fact, if you recall, his numbers were down this year. He did not play this usually high level. Pharrell, that gets lost here, that he was not playing as well as we thought he would play. Uh, a lot of people observe that, and they're correct. We don't know why that is, but uh, although the, the Falcons offensive line was not very good this past season, uh, but that's something to take a look at why he was not as good. We don't know that. That's, uh, that you remember now, we also have a new offense he had to learn with the new coaching staff under Arthur Smith. But it is very odd. There's no question. I think we, you know those who have a scan eye at this situation have to scratch their heads. But the NFL has made it very clear. They did an investigation. They found no wrongdoing with the club, not the coaching staff. But really, did what he did. He's been suspended for it. this. is a major suspension. Remember, he's losing over eleven million because of this. That cannot get lost in this. You know, it's a big thing here uh, that, that uh, people have to understand. And and when he comes back next year, if he gets reinstated, that's another thing. Now he's got to make sure he does everything the right way. He cannot bet. <laughs> he cannot bet on the NFL even when he's away, not with a football team being suspended. Because uh, what will happen is when he comes back next year, if he gets reinstated, he gets he. he what happens is he plays on that contract, the the uh, 2021 terms, all over again.
4: Well, I mean, what are they going to do? Put a a, a Fed on him? What are they going to have a a PI chasing him around when he's suspended for a year? Let me ask you this question. First of all, I want to know how they monitor his life moving forward for the next year, in in essence. And secondly, uh, I think when people, you know, in this world, I've been dealing with this for thirty years. People saying, "Oh, he's there's something wrong with him. He's got a gambling problem. He talks spreads and money lines and and teasers and reverses, and he's got a gambling problem." Now, this guy said he bet fifteen hundred dollars, which I don't believe to begin with. When you make that kind of money, you're not betting fifteen hundred dollars. But let's say he bet fifteen hundred dollars. Let's say hypothetically that's what he bet. Um, they are treating him like this guy is a heroin dealer. I mean. The guy bet $1,500 on an NFL game. I understand the rules, Adam. You can't bet on football when you play in the NFL or work in the NFL on any level, front office, television networks, anything to do with the NFL, you cannot bet. I get it. Those are the rules. But let's stop with all this nonsense that suddenly he's got a massive gambling problem because he bet on some NFL games. Jesus Christ, give me a break.
6: Yeah, and he he did say, look, he claims he has no gambling problem, but – you got to understand the information that reporters. I remember the NFL talking to me about this a couple of years ago, explaining where they're at with it. Though they, that they were not, now that uh, get, sports gambling was becoming legal across our country, I mean they made it pretty clear what you can and cannot do if you're a reporter. But we have access to information. We have to be very careful what we do with it. Uh, and then, the, by the way, when when they announced when when the Raiders announced that they were moving to Las Vegas. That was one issue that the NFL was worried about, and I know they took extra precautions to make sure uh, that uh, oddsmakers or, or, or people who could get access to players could not get access to players uh, because they lived in Vegas, and that, that was something they were worried about. But the big conflict of interest is this. The NFL is invested. We, we've talked about DraftKings. They, they, we know that. We know NFL owners, Robert Kraft among them. Um, we, you just talk to people around the league, they know – sports gambling is prevalent. They know that the NFL is involved in it. And that that's the deal here. That that's where the line is. It's not easy. You know, it's not easy for players not to get involved with it. In fact, if you remember, players could not even go to a casino many years ago. They were not allowed to do it. And now obviously things have changed a little bit here, but there's still some restrictions that players have what they can and cannot do. And again, if you want to call it hypocrisy, that's fine. I'm not going to argue with it, but those are the rules.
4: How crazy is this kid to like not, you know, bet through someone else,
6: like a friend or what have you? Yeah. And that's, see, well, look, I'm not advocating him doing anything. He can do what he wants with his money. But to, to put your, to lose 11, over, 11, it's actually 11.1 million that he's going to lose. To not understand that, the potential of that, it's, it's absurd. Like, I mean, I don't want to, well, I don't want to pick sides here, but the fact that he, that he did this so blatantly, uh, is just ridiculous, and I, I just how could you know? It's one thing. it's still, it's up to you what you want to do with your money. But if you're an NFL player and you're you're gonna, you're you're gonna be able to be known that you could be suspended. Whether you're a low end player like Josh Shaw was, who was suspended for well over a year, by the way, because it happened during the season when he's on injury reserve, or Calvin Ridley, who left the Falcons and still bet on football, bet on the NFL, and got suspended. For a season, for by the way, without pay for the twenty-two twenty-two season, and to forfeit 11, over eleven million. Normally, to do this is ridiculous. You can't. Got to be smarter than that.
4: Do you believe that? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't believe he's the only guy in the NFL uh, betting on on football games, college, pro. Otherwise, I, I'm telling you, like, I mean, I, there's got to be guys betting on football that are smarter than him that don't do it on their phone or on a mobile app. Uh, with their name on it. Do you honestly believe that this is the only guy in the NFL? I know they got him. They got him right where they want him. But do you really believe he's the only guy that bets on football?
6: No, I'm not. I'm, look, I'm, I'm not even naive enough to think that it doesn't go on. Of course it does. I'm sure it goes on in every sport. But how they do it, I couldn't tell you. Um, look, we, you know, it's funny you, you bring this up. I was talking to a personnel director at the – we were talking about the combine about marijuana smoking. Where, by the way, it's legal a lot. And we were debating about what the percentages is of, of players who smoke. I, I, I believe it's well over 50%. Again, there's nothing wrong with it as long as it's legal. But this one's a little bit different in that this is where the lines are blurred here. You, you just got to be smart about how you, you, you proceed because players could be coerced. Think about, th- the, the biggest issue, I remember talking to the NFL about this, the biggest issue they had was the lower-end players being coerced by gamblers. Because if you could coerce a like a special teams player was only making about 200 grand for the season or 300 grand, that's the big problem that the the league had. And we haven't heard this happening. And Josh Shaw, by the way, was a backup player who did that, but he did that on his own. But that that's something that they absolutely feared when the Raiders went to Vegas.
4: How about the NFL? How much money they're making off of uh, sports betting? I mean, they're making hundreds of millions of dollars off of it. And now they're throwing around. Uh, we're going to ban this guy for betting on it, but meanwhile, they're making their coffers are filled.
6: Yeah, again, but but but, what if a player had who is betting on a game had reason to lose? This is the this is the issue that you deal with with NFL players gambling. Even with even with Ridley away, he could have had access. He could have had access to the players. That's that's what you getting that access is something you don't want.
4: All right, Adam, great stuff. Thanks for popping on with us today. We greatly yeah. appreciate you, you and Adam tomorrow. Kaplan, our NFL Insider. But...
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: All right, so uh, Robert Kraft gets engaged to Dr. Dana Bloomberg, whoever the hell that is. Colby Covington beat Masvidal via unanimous decision. Then he called out uh, Dustin Poirier. Burns and Chimaev set for 4-9 is the date of that fight. Habib to be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Errol Spence says, we'll see about fighting T-Bud after Ugas. He will kill Ugas. And he has been afraid of Crawford his entire career. Scotty Scheffler wins the Arnold Palmer. Arizona State quarterback Jaden Daniels transfers to LSU. How about Brittany Griner? Detained in Russia because of hash oil. She had like a vape pen with hash oil in it. Uh, They'll keep her there in prison until she's an old lady. That's what they're going to do to her. Johnny Manziel in talks to join the fan Controlled football league. Federer does not plan to play until late summer. Fan brawl at La Liga. Several dead and injured. Did you see that brawl? Three dead in five crashes that shut down a 20-mile stretch of I-95 in Florida. Woman gets stomach transplanted after not being able to eat for 10 years. Jesus. Christ, what do you do? You don't eat for 10 years. I bet she looked fantastic. Russian tycoon puts a million-dollar bounty on Putin's head. Uh, Police say preteens lure a 12-year-old girl into a sleepover and then uh, confined and beat her senseless. 16-year-old McDonald's employee at the Phoenix fatally shot in the bathroom. I was just trying to get an apple pie. Uh, Former Ohio State and Chargers lineman Shane Olivier passes away at 40. Mountain Dew releasing new flavor, only available at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's a blackberry flavor, Carver. High to get you high. Harvey Weinstein caught in jail (laughs) with milk duds where he had to drop his pants and give you 40. Scientists discover a molecule that kills pancreatic cancer cells. Thank God nothing else stops that cancer. Florida guards going to prison for kicks, punches, spitting, and N-word dropping at a helpless inmate. They beat him oh. to a pulp. Edgerin and James facing a bench warrant for failing to appear in court. Brad Pitt plays stylish assassin in Bullet Train. That movie looks kick-ass. Suspect in anti-Asian hate crimes spree arrested after barricading himself in a New York City landmark public library. <laughs> nice effort by him. GTD is next. I'll see you tomorrow at three on Coast to Coast tonight.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun.